0: Shut up! The foot is on Triple M! The Listener app is the home of Triple M Footies Midweek Rub. No sitting on the fence, gotta give me an answer. Every Wednesday, Joey Montagna, Wayne Carey, Daisy Thomas, and Damian Barrett debate the big issues. Too much interpretation but isn't in that our game? Our game? Isn't our game interpretation? Analyse the game. The issue for me was the infighting on the field. And have a bit of fun. Do you owe an apology? <laughs> Not an apology. <laughs> <laughs> the Midweek Rub. Get it every Wednesday, Arvo, on the Listener app. Sarah Henderson is Liberal Senator for Victoria. She is number one on the Coalition Senate ticket and is uh, today, as I understand it, campaigning on behalf of Josh Frydenberg in Kooyong. Senator, great to catch up. Steve, great to talk to you as well. The independents and their impact on seats like Kooyong, Higgins, Goldstein, in particular, those three, all Liberal seats, all held on various margins by high-profile Liberals, Why is it that none of these independents actually stand in marginal Labor seats, do you think?
1: Well, that's because they're all Labor activists in disguise. Um, There's no coincidence, Steve, that they're all running against uh, uh, liberals. This is uh, uh, a complete and utter fraud. And not only is it a fraud, but if you look at someone like Monique Ryan, who talks about integrity, she can't even tell the truth about who she is. She's a former Labor Party member, and yet she tried to tell the lie that she was a small L liberal um, and, you know, tried to sort of fool the people of Kooyong. I mean, she's out there on the weekend vandalising a building, painting it without approval, um, which is uh, allegedly unlawful. So that just shows absolutely no integrity. And, of course, she's been backed by the extremists, Labor and the Greens. So her campaign is a complete fraud. And as for Zoe Daniel, um, frankly, I mean, if she was to be elected, and we we would really have some serious issues. She can't even back our AUKUS agreement. Our agreement uh, with the United States and the United Kingdom, two of our strongest allies. So they present these teals, chaos and carnage uh, in our parliament if they were to be elected.
0: What would happen if the uh, coalition... Uh, needed some cross-benches uh, to govern, would you be able to deal with these people, given what, the, what you've said there and what uh, other members of the coalition have said about these independents?
1: Well, they don't even have the courage or the decency to say who they would support if they were elected. Uh, but we know that they are not supporters of the Liberal Party, that they are running to support Labor and the Greens. And Steve, as you know, If they were in coalition with Labor and the Greens, uh, Labor would increase taxes, uh, increase spending and weaken our economy. There is no doubt about that. The Greens obviously have a very strong agenda to slash private school funding, to slash defence spending and to introduce a death tax. So uh, there is enormous... They say they wouldn't do that. Well, that's that's their policy platform and that's what they've been very strong on in the past. So they're just trying to sneak into government and even if uh, Australians, Steve, have liked everything our government has done, the fundamentals are very strong. A strong economy and a stronger future has been underpinned by an exceptional performance during the pandemic, low unemployment, one of the best performances of any country in the world coming out of the uh, pandemic, and, of course, a whole raft of measures to uh, combat cost of living pressures. Uh, so our focus, of course, is all about building that strong economy stronger future and making sure that we continue with our plan to um, you know, keep unemployment low, create more jobs and guarantee the essential services. But Steve, uh, as I say, even if there were some concerns from some Australians about our government, we cannot risk this chaos. We cannot risk this uncertainty. We cannot risk a weaker economy and weaker leadership under Anthony Albanese.
0: You know better than most about how hard it is to win a a marginal seat. You held the seat of Corangamite, lost the seat of Corangamite. It is very difficult. Uh, The Treasurer, Josh Frydenberg, do you get a sense that the people who vote in Kuyong would actually be prepared to vote independent and see him lose his seat? Well,
1: we know it is very close in Kuyong, but um, Josh Frydenberg is not only a superb treasurer, Steve, he is a superb local member. He has been a warrior for the people of kuyong and he has been an exceptional treasurer, uh, obviously steering our country through the most challenging time since the Second World War. So now is not the time to protest. Now is not the time to give the government a tickle up. There is too much at stake. Uh, we have seen what happens when Labor gets into power. We see higher electricity prices, higher unemployment, higher interest rates. I mean, Steve, you and I remember the times of 17 and 18% interest rates under Paul Keating. Uh, we just cannot risk it. Uh, there are some challenges ahead. There's no doubt about it. And we need a strong and stable government to continue to steer our country through and to ensure that we maintain our wonderful, strong economy and maintain, maintain our performance as one of the best performing countries in the world.
0: We think it's sensible to allow uh, people to use $50,000 of their superannuation to get into the housing market?
1: Absolutely, because this is Australians' money and this is a wonderful scheme to support young first buyers get into the housing market to give them housing security and to allow them to buy a house. Uh, I mean, Labor and the unions oppose this policy because industry super funds are used as a slush fund for the unions. Frankly, this is the money of Australians and it is a very wise investment and for those uh, who do want to buy their own house, this is a great opportunity, and that's why I think this has been so warmly welcomed uh, across the board today, except... Isn't of it course, too much of
0: a temptation, though? I mean, you and I have grown up in the period, I can remember, pre-1990, where I was earning a good income, but there was no superannuation. It, it was introduced, and we, you know, now it is there as a retirement nest egg for people. Isn't it too much of a temptation to just say as a, a youngster, okay, I'm going to take 50 grand out of there and buy a house? Well, what no, are they going to do well, when they get to 65 or 70?
1: Well, housing security, Steve, is one of the most important ways that Australians can alleviate po- um, poverty. And I heard Tanya Pibasek making some comments about this policy.
0: Well, she doesn't um, understand it. Um, and it was, this, I mean, she just no. doesn't
1: understand the policy. You've got to have 5% of your own deposit um, up front. And when you sell the house, there's an obligation to repay your super fund uh, including any gain that you make. So it's a very measured, sensible policy and it allows young Australians to get into the housing market, to provide for their future and to use their superannuation to do exactly what it's meant to do and that is to invest in your future.
0: The uh, the labour scheme is that they would uh, have a 40% equity in your in your house. You don't believe that's a good idea?
1: No, and already that uh, policy has completely fallen apart, Steve, because we've already heard that once someone earns more than $90,000 or $120,000 as a couple, uh, under Labor scheme, they will be forced to sell their house. I mean, it's a joke of a scheme. It's another example of Labor not thinking policies through, whether you know they failed to understand the unemployment rate, the cash rate. They haven't had their health policies costed. They don't know their NDIS plan. And it's just another example of really poor work in terms of developing policy. So uh, this is a really, our our super scheme for first-time buyers is a wonderful opportunity for young Australians. It's, it's very positive. Um, it will allow young Australians to invest in their future and that's exactly what the superannuation scheme is there for.
0: Before I let you go, I wrote a column at the weekend about how I had a a friend of mine, I thought he was having a stroke or a heart attack, and we waited an hour uh, in Rosebud for a paramedic ambulance to arrive, an hour. I know you've represented regional Victoria uh, over much of your political career. Um, Yes, health is run by the states, but I've heard no discussion during this federal election campaign uh, about how health is going to be improved under either side. How can it be that someone would have to wait an hour, potentially a stroke victim, to to have an ambulance arrive?
1: Well, it's absolutely disgusting and it just goes to show that Daniel Andrews, I think his time has run out, Steve. Not only is this government riddled in allegations of corruption, uh, there is continuing incompetence and frankly brutal neglect. And Matthew Guy has been incredibly outspoken about this issue uh, as has the state Liberal team. And of course, as you know, under our government, we are delivering record uh, health funding to all Australians. It's
0: not being spent very well, is it?
1: Well, of course, much of our funding goes to the states and, and we have been very concerned about about how the states have been spending in health. I mean, I have a look at an example locally where you know we made a, a $50 million contribution to the Daniel Andrews government for a new women's and children's facility for Geelong. Um, it hasn't seen the light of day. Uh, basically, Daniel Andrews is absolutely failing Victorians when it comes to delivering the critical health services they need. And it's an absolute disgrace that someone has to wait an hour for an ambulance um, it's just one more reason to chuck Daniel Andrews out.
0: Good to catch up. Good campaigning today. Thanks for your time.
1: Yeah, great to talk to you. Thanks so much,
0: Steve. Thanks. Sarah Henderson there, Liberal Senator in Victoria.
1: Thanks for listening to this Australia Today podcast. You can tell Steve what you think. Call Australia Today on
0: 1300 23 9999. Listener. Shut up. The foot is on dribbling. Listener app is the home of Triple M Footy's Midweek Rub. Please just call me the Oracle from now on. Every Wednesday, Joey Montagna, Wayne Carey, Daisy Thomas and Damian Barrett debate the big issues. He should have protected himself. What should he have done? Turn. Analyse the game. They go for the safe, boring option and then that person comes in and coaches safe and boring. And have a bit of fun. Never concede, do you? Yes. Still think West Coast can make the 2021 Grand Final. (laughs) The Midweek Rub. Get it every Wednesday, Arvo, on the Listener app.